Hey, 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 hey. Alright, Sprout turned out. What's up? It's gonna sue us. <laughs> Good day. Welcome back to another episode of DVD Groups. Now, uh, this might sound familiar to you because only a couple episodes ago we did a Let's Up for now. But, 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 it's but. 50 years on Sunday, which is when this will be released. So today, that this wonderful Led Zeppelin 4 came out. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Like, our parents were about to become teenagers. My my mom was 10. 10. And my dad was 13 or My 14. mom would have been no. 10? Yeah. 13. Your mom's born 61? 61. Okay, my mom would have been 10, and my dad would have been, like, 7. Damn. And my dad was 13, probably. Yeah. That's crazy. Imagine Does that. your dad have a like an older sibling? Uh, yeah, yeah, two, two. Two? Yeah, two sisters. Two sisters. Okay. But they they don't they weren't into the rock and roll. Country? Uh, no. Pop? <laughs> Christian. Christian. <laughs> well, no. They, really? They, they like some other stuff. Yeah. My dad's my dad's side of the family was very religious. Mine wasn't. No. Well, I mean, when I was a kid, initially when I was first. Uh, born like my earliest memories Sundays were spent at the church you know what I yeah, mean like yeah, we went yeah. to church every Sunday we were all baptized and shit yeah I was baptized and confirmed even I was uh, baptized at Grace Church in Brantford Ontario which right. is where they held uh, Wayne Gretzky's mother's funeral oh yeah yeah Damn, that's I believe my grandfather used to nail Wayne Gretzky's mom back in high school that's what I've heard that's what I've heard. <laughs> Uncle Wayne. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, let's up and put Bring for it. Yeah. <laughs> I just got, in, got lost in the world of technology. Bud, you're giving the... De no, sorry. We, we got a Bud Light going. I seen yeah, the Desiree yeah. for a second. I was like, again? That's really? from last year's fucking shit. Last, last, day, uh, last, last year's. God, I'm so discombobulated. I went out and had a couple drinks and little marijuana totes last night so marijuana totes yeah proud of you so I'm, I'm a little i'm a little slow and sluggish today brad went to a fucking bud's house and played rock band without me guitar here guitar here <laughs> well we'll have to go back i want to play guitar here right. we're gonna do that he's gonna well actually yeah we're gonna have i went the buddy i went to see he's gonna come on the podcast sometime so we'll have a special another special guest even though he's not really special but unspecial guest, like he's not a famous guest, but we're gonna have him on here eventually. It'll be cool. He likes uh, a lot of good music, so we'll uh, get him on here. Let's up from four, guy. Let's up from four. Now, would you say this is the most commercially successful? I don't know. That's I think hard. Stairway to Heaven alone. Stairway to Heaven is successful. the most like successful and song cash, from right? them, but. Zeppelin 2. Yeah. True. One, well, uh, one. A whole lot of love. Yeah. Zeppelin 1 and 2. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Uh, and 3 Immigrant Songs. That's pretty good too. To ramble on. Let's... Uh, I don't uh, know. I like them all. Um, unfortunately... This really is one of my favorite, though. Yeah. And, you know... Not just Led Zeppelin, but, like, all time. Well, yeah. And there, there's a reason. Because it's just so good. Every fucking song on here is... Uh, 
a banger and a half. Um, sorry, I'm getting the sleeve out so I can see the song list because I, I remember most of them. But we both recently finished our Led Zeppelin collections too. Yeah, yeah. you with presents, and me with Coda. Yeah, that was the last one was presents. Black Dog, first rate off, which was just what we listened to. Rock and Roll. That's one of my all-time uh, favorite Zeppelin songs, Black Dog. Uh, this is one of my all-time favorite Led Zeppelin songs. So fucking... Going to California, too. Yeah, when, the to, when the breaks. Levy Breaks. Misty Mountain Hop. Even Four Sticks is fucking good. Whole album's great. <coughs> um, obviously, Stairway to Heaven being the most fucking... Commercially yeah. successful Led Zeppelin song of all time. Uh, the other the other tunes don't fall too far behind. Black Dog and Rock and Roll are pretty fucking popular. Did you so. say you thought Cashmere was on this? Yeah, I thought so. Sorry. Yeah, Isn't right. that Physical Graffiti? Yeah. Yeah. Which is also a huge. It's song. Huge. Yeah. And Houses of the Holy. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, I, there's not I'm a bad release. Stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's been a long time. Well, that's, long time been a long, like long, I'm sure we mentioned long, it on the first long, one. Long, but that's kind of. The, like what makes the legacy of Zeppelin great is every album was great no matter what like they didn't go through the the weird awkward 80s phase where everything sounded way too electronic like Rush Rush no, a very good example no Led Zeppelin didn't <laughs> Led Zeppelin didn't yeah, the members did so the members did because uh, you know when you hear oh Paul Rogers and, and Jimmy Page are gonna start a band and it's gonna be called The Firm. It's like, oh, very interested. And that's not a horrible album. It's, I mean, it's hard to be horrible with those musicians on it. But, 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 did not do anything for me. <laughs> didn't do anything. Didn't tickle your pickle. Didn't tickle my pickle. And I fucking, I think that Paul Rogers is one of the greatest friend yeah, men of I all like time. I like Paul Rogers a lot. Like, Bad Company and Free, like, it doesn't get much better than that. We've done Bad Company, have we? Did we? Uh, if we did, we did the, we did one. the first one, Bad Company. I got some Free, though, yeah, we should do. I'd love that'd to do be fucking free. cool. I've always wanted to get, I don't have any Free albums. I think I only have one or two, and that's dirty, because I, I don't have the one with All Right Now. No. That's the one that's probably oh, hardest to find. Man. I fucking love Bad Company. I love Bad Company. You know how much music I love? Too much music. Too, well, I can't say too much because, you <laughs> no, know... Not enough. <laughs> I love when I, I get so excited. Like, well, we do it often. Like, like just bringing up Free. Yeah. Someone might have heard the song all right now, but, like, yeah. how many people know the band Free? It's like, whereas us, if we listen to it and we're like, fuck, this is so good, you know, you get excited yeah. about things that people have never even heard of. And I mean, I mean, my dad still does. I'm sure your dad does. Like, what, you haven't fucking heard that? Like, it's fucking awesome, you know? Your dad must have a million oh, yeah. things that he knows that he yeah. just... But it's like us, too, because, like, if... Well, I mean, we have girlfriends that listen to music, but they mostly yeah. listen to our music. They, yeah, they don't have too much of a choice. No. <laughs> no choice. But with that, it's like no, I there's so much that I love that I haven't even showed her yet because I just, you know, it's one yeah. of, you know, mm -hmm. you're chilling one day and you're like, fuck, I want to listen to Vanilla Fudge. Yeah. And they're yeah. looking at you like, what? 
I want to eat vanilla and fudge. <laughs> <laughs> I want vanilla ice cream with my fudge. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 vanilla fudge. Trust me, it's very good. She's like, no, I know, it's good. Vanilla and fudge are great. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. Sorry. Brad, I have to say, you laughed earlier. I forget why. Right before we started the podcast. And you sounded like Krusty the Clown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't even know how he laughs, man. Well, don't try to do it. Don't try to do it. It's not as good. It has to be, like, natural, you know? Genuine. A genuine laugh. So, once again, we're listening to Led Zeppelin. We told you their names before. We got Robert Plant on vocals, Jimmy Page on guitar, John Paul Jones on the bass, and I don't feel right saying the drummer's name without letting Brad say it because... John Henry Bonham. <laughs> it just sounds better when Brad says it. Brad's got a hard-on for Bonham, has since he knew what a hard-on was, and even I'd before... i bang him. <laughs> wink, wink. bang him, Bonham. Oh, alright. That was a little weird. Well, Hasn't Hart covered this? Yeah. And their version's pretty fucking good. It's on my singles soundtrack. Yeah. That's and they don't... Good. It's not under Heart, is it? Not uh, on the soundtrack. Uh, no, not on the soundtrack. But Heart has done it there. Yeah. It's good, too. But... Uh, they were one of the ones who honored uh, Zeppelin in the Kennedy Center honor. there. Oh. Brought tears to their eyes. Yeah. Especially... You know, I watched one of um, the police getting their honor guy have you seen <coughs> there's a guy on there who comes on he, he fuck he's honoring them right uh it's like sting like visibly looks in pain what listen to this like he's sitting there like oh my god this guy's fucking butchering my song like I, he's totally fucking sitting there like i this this is that uh, this is horrible <laughs> like i man ozzy <laughs> had one recently Oh, yeah. Fairly recently, anyways, some sort of honor show. And Slash with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators came out, and they did Crazy Train. Yeah. And they had this guy with them. And as Slash and Miles and the Conspirators, they're great. I've seen them live. They're all (laughs) fucking great. But this one guy that they had with them, like, he sang a verse or two, and it was like, why? Why are you there? You're making it worse. Like, Like, it was good, and you're ruining it. Like, his big moment, you know, he's worked all his life for this moment, and then he sucks. Like, shit. That's yeah. Like, no, um... No, that's rough. Yeah. Uh, that's a, I guess that is a big honor, though, the Kennedy Center honors. I'm not sure if that's to say what Ozzy got. No, no. But, so, you know, it happens often that yeah. they honor a band, and they're... <laughs> uh-uh. Oh. They're there. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> well, they fucking get honored. Yeah. <laughs> um. So interestingly, <coughs> this album um, is commonly known as Led Zeppelin Four, but it was actually just called Untitled. Yeah. It's well, just it's, an Untitled. Zeppelin yeah, because there's nothing on it. That's what... like the cover. When I first saw that cover, before, um, well. Like, before I really knew records, and before I really got into collecting, and before I really, you know, listened to music on devices, I just listened to it on CDs, mixed mixed CDs and shit like that. 
And when oh, I, shit. the first time I picked <laughs> up one of these albums, I kind of looked at the cover and I was like, what the fuck is this? Because there's nothing on it. Like, that's the first one I got, and it said Special Soul 308. And I was like, what the fuck's that? Someone wrote on the cover. I love like, the inside. And then I looked inside, yeah. And that, that's a beautiful fucking, like that, eh? Like my flag. Oh, no, damn. Oh, yeah, fucking. Someone else has that. <laughs> Oh, that was a dirty. Good, good flag though. I have a poster with that that picture on it with some lyrics from Stairway to Heaven. Oh yeah. I got it. Uh, I got it from HMV when I was a kid. I got HMV. that. Remember that? Eh? I got the poster like that, right? I got uh, the slash poster that we both have. That we both had. Yeah. I, I mine got. You're just destroyed. losing everything. Bro. Mine got destroyed. So I had. I had that slash poster. I had the Zeppelin poster with that, and I got that Aerosmith uh, greatest hits CD, yeah. like first year of high school. Oh, it's like an actual photo. Yeah, <laughs> but it's there's nothing on this that says Led Zeppelin. Not no. even the spine. Like usually the spine gives you a little hint. Nothing. You actually gotta either if you don't have the sleeve. That's the only thing that says Led Zeppelin right there. Yeah, the symbols. The symbols. You should know the symbols at that time. And this is where the symbols actually really start happening, right? Yeah. Because they believe this is their first time. Right. They use the symbols, and that's when, you know, like. So the only way you could tell is opening up the record and looking at it. So when but I But nothing got says it, Led Zeppelin. The only thing no. that you can see is uh, produced by Jimmy Page. Yeah, and. Because it doesn't even say the artist. If you live under a rock, then you don't know who Jimmy Page is. Well, then you don't know what the album is. Uh, (laughs) We're already here at this classic song. Stairway to Heaven. And you'll probably hear people in your life say that this is overrated. Once again, I go to the fact that it's not overrated. It was played that many times because people wanted to hear it that many times. Yeah, and it was the most commercially successful. For sure. Yeah. At least. Greatest songs of all time. It's this and Hotel California. Yeah, for sure. Two two of the greatest for sure. They're always on the top of those lists. Yeah. So this record was released the 8th of November 1971. Damn it. They recorded it at Rolling Stones Mobile. Headley Grange, Hampshire. Uh, um... Also some Sunset Sound in L.A., a little bit in L.A. and London. Man, like, what a phenomenal piece of music. And now this is the most famous song that they were also attacked for as far as copyright. Yeah. From the band Spirit. I, I've said it before, i said uh, it again. I I'm, I'm pretty sure I said it on the last. Yeah, exactly. If they did keep the part that they had and we're going to do something. And they did, right? They stole it from apparently a song. No one knows what the fuck that song is. Nope. I've heard it before. Do I know the name of it right now? No. Still to this day, no one knows the name of that song. (laughs) You know, I think they forgot. Yeah. You know, uh, a song that we said uh, they made Stairway to Heaven from. That one. (laughs) That one. Sir, what song is it? Well, I don't I know. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. The one that sounds like that one. <laughs> Sir, it doesn't quite sound like that. Well, come on. Come on now. Come on. It's like, fuck off, bud. Your song wasn't <laughs> even close. You, if anything, you should thank them. They made it into something that will yeah, last exactly. forever. And you'll be known as the people that were mad about it. Exactly. 
And I mean, people from the moment Led Zeppelin came out have been borrowing things from them too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And you know what's cool about this song is it was so popular, so played on the radio, and it's eight, eight and a half minutes. You know, long songs traditionally never did well in top radio positions. But, but they did Free great. Bird. They did great at high school dances because it was the time to grab the cutest girl you've seen yeah, and hold faster. her for fucking ten minutes. And then even at the end, when you're going fast, yeah. you're still rocking out with the girl you know you like, or or even for a girl picking the guy she likes. Yeah. You know? Like Stairway to Heaven, Free Bird. Um, well, Hotel California. Hotel California. Split California six eight, and a half. I think it's up to almost seven, seven probably eight. Uh, you know, Hotel. November rain. November rain, that's long. You know, some of them hit like five, six minutes. But like to hit past the eight minute mark and have a fucking radio broadcastable hit, that, 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 that's, that's, that just proves how great the fucking song is. Because no matter what the length it was, it's a fucking phenomenal song. Yeah. Whoosh. Brad's pushing the marijuana smoke away from him. No, it's just because I got a dinner and I don't want to smell like fucking marijuana. <laughs> Brad's going out dun, dun, dun. to dinner um, with his in-laws. You know what we should do? What should we do? We should do uh, Woodstock. Oh, so, like the whole thing. The the album? The album. Yeah. I, I only lost. have one. I only have the first one there. I'm like two and three. I didn't even know where a thing until recently, like within the last couple of years. Yeah, and I've seen them around, but. Excuse me. All right, I'm drinking a Bud Light. I didn't mention that at the beginning, but I didn't figure it. it's not a it's not a special beer. So, I'm drinking some ice uh, cold water. It's a Bud Light. I, I I smoking some sour sage. I you know why I'm drinking a Bud Light? I connected it. I got a burp from the Bud Light. Sorry, the light because you know the stairway to heaven. It's like you see the light. That's that's what it is. <laughs> You're full of shit, Brad. <laughs> you know what I find it unique as well is they don't include lyrics for any other song except this one. I wonder what people's first reaction was. Because, like, we were born into hearing this is the greatest song ever. You know what I mean? But first reactions, we'll never, we'll ha we won't have that for this. Yeah. We, we'll have our first reaction, which, I mean, my first reaction to Led Zeppelin wasn't a great one. Yeah, because you told that. I think it was like where you thought they were girls. Look like girls and sound like girls. And my mom was like, the fuck did you just say? You want to go? <laughs> and then she told my dad. And my dad was like, but is he wrong? And it was like, well, no. <laughs> but they're bad motherfuckers for sure. And did you know? Um. Now, so this song, uh, since we're on this song, I was going to save it for later, but this song uh, caused a lot of controversy versy, in um, the, the religion section. Really? Because apparently if you played this song backwards, it's talking about Satan. <laughs> and, and I've done it. <laughs> I'm a dad, so we can do the backwards. And apparently... If you listen close, you can hear like the Satan loves me. Yes, he does, and all this like six sixes. Satan's in the shed and all that stuff. It's weird, fucking shit. But it's a big thing because a lot of people are like, ban, ban it. There's subliminal messages. 
fucking gonna that's corrupt so our fucked. corrupt our youth. I'm that like, is you really so think fucked. They fucking plan. Like, what do you do? You record it and it just like. How do you do that? Those you know some bands do like Pink Floyd. There's a couple in Pink Floyd uh, on the wall, empty spaces. It's like congratulations, you have found a back basket. It's a thing, right? The Beatles do it, but they don't do it in this song. That's <laughs> just playing it backwards and then people hearing what they think is the words. Satan loves me. Yes, he play does. My <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna put that in a song called Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, that makes fucking sense. I love that picture where. It shows two buddies. One's wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt. One's wearing an ACDC shirt. Yeah. And it says, Stairway to Heaven this way. Yeah. Highway to Hell this way. And they're shaking hands like, I'll see you yeah. another time, man. <laughs> I also like a photo. Uh, it's a meme. And it's John Bonham. It's, uh, what is it? It's like Bonham during the first eight minutes of the song. Or first, like, six minutes of Stairway to Heaven. And he's just, like, looking up the stars, like, doing nothing. What is that photo? I can't think of the fucking... It's an animal, but I can't think of the animal. Is it a frog or something? Is it Kermit? Kermit the Frog. Is that him? Yeah, just sit, sitting, there, sitting like, there. Yeah. Like, he's just sitting there. <laughs> That's funny. Memes are funny sometimes. Sometimes. But I fucking hate them other times. Why? Because some of them are fucking stupid. <laughs> Very you hate stupid. stupidness? With memes? Yeah. Did you know she's buying she's Stairway to Heaven? Stairway to Sherbrooke. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that concludes the first fucking side of the album. Like, that's a great way to conclude the album. They thought yeah. that through. Black Dog comes in. Hey, hey, mom! A big banger of a song. They end it with Stairway to Heaven. Misty Mountain Hop pretty good and then when the levee breaks it's just a big old jam like you know they you th they thought about going it going to California too right before when the yeah. levee breaks it, the whole album is planned well they uh they thought about it I don't know what Sandy Denny does on uh the Battle of Evermore uh but he's also on this album I don't even know who that is me neither but he appears by courtesy of Island Records um but yeah so, we're going to do a jingle, uh, flip it a root, and we'll be back at you with side two. That was cute. <laughs> I like that. There's a feeling I get when the side is done And I have to get up and flip the record As I get up, I know the show must continue to go And I flip record for the next side Those monstrous drums. Now, uh, I'll mention that on when when Dude, the levy comes. Yeah. 
You make weird drum noises. Yeah. Just say cack. Yeah, but that's not like, fun. You're basically saying cock like you're from Boston. Cack, 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 Because that's the snare. The snare is cock. The bass drum. Boom. Cock, cock, cock. Yeah. Then you got the tom. Do doom, do doom, do doom, do doom. Sends the cymbals. You know, and then the ride is ding, 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 ding. And then the fucking hi hat is. You do a drum solo with your voice. Yeah. Black dude, it's got. Side two. Side two. Phenomenal album. Um. Now. Uh. Touching on. Touching on those, uh. Those, uh. Bada bing bong, bing bongs. Uh. Drums. The heavy drumming, touching on that, John Bonham, now, uh, th they recorded When the Levee Breaks, and uh, maybe a couple other songs. That's a pretty long song, too, eh, yeah. When the Levee Breaks? Yeah. How long is that? Oh, I don't know, it's probably like eight, seven minutes, six minutes, maybe. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, the, the, wait, what was I saying? Uh, the drums, they were recorded, I believe, oh, a little skippy there, I believe, I'm not sure though, is that Kashmir? No, it's When the Levee Breaks, the drums were recorded in a stairwell. Seven minutes. That big, boom, chock, boom, boom, chock, you know, the fucking, uh, that's, yeah, that's so like, fucking that, good. Those drums, they're so massive, and like, the way they're recorded is so, like, so much fucking thickness. They recorded the stairwell guy. Really? That's crazy. Not stairwell for the, for the drums. To <laughs> stairwell for, for the to heaven drumming. I wish I could drum the stair to heaven. When I do it, dude. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't live out your dreams. Yeah. Yeah, no, so, I, I, I love how they found places to record that aren't necessarily a studio. John Bonham knew what he wanted. He wanted a big, powerful sound. And I think it could be on this song, too. Because the, the... Look at that orange cloud. Yeah, we got some orange cloudish. Um, but I really think... Yeah, I think this song is recorded in there. But it's just, it's so unique, like... You know, bands find that John Bonham knew he wanted a big sound. And where else would you get a big sound? In the stairwell. And it's in this big fucking mansion where they hung out and wrote songs. Have you heard of Fairpoint Convention? Yeah, the band, yeah. Yeah, that's where uh, Sandy Denny is from. Oh, yeah? Okay, that's yeah. cool. And what does he play? She? She play Oh, it's a girl, okay. Yeah. She is the, uh, well, she was the vocalist and guitar and as well as piano, but she died in 78. 78? Yeah, she died in 78. Yeah, that sucks. Well, I'm dying in that sucks. True. True, good point. Uh, now. Unlike the prior two albums before, the band was joined by some guest musicians. So that's cool. Uh, Sandy Denny 
and also the Rolling Stones pianist Ian Stewart really? on rock and roll. That's awesome. Uh, I'm surprised. Well, the Sandy, Sandy surprised Denny, we just you know, talked about that, but. I'm surprised it doesn't get a fucking uh, name on it. Well, because if you notice, it says Sandy Denny appears by courtesy of Island Records. Yeah. Well, it's possible uh, that Ian Stewart couldn't get the permission to perform on someone else's album, yeah. so we just don't tell people. True. Uncredited. I mean, Rolling Stones were big enough anyway, so he didn't need his name was, to be uh, known, right? I believe it was Taj Mahal. He performed with the Stones on an album, and oh, yeah. he couldn't get uh, he couldn't get permission. So he just went under a different name. Really? Yeah. That's cool. I'm Imagine being famous hell. and you can just go underneath whatever name yeah. you want. Well, it's all like you're telling me I can't be on the Stones album, but I want to be on the Stones yeah. album. I'm I don't just call myself fucking Jim Jammers. My name is now Mahal Taj. <laughs> Mahal Taj. <laughs> That's good. Um, Sorry, I'm answering a message because I have a message to answer. Wow, man, that is <laughs> fucking unprofessional. Uh, Who is it? That was Angel. Uh, the wow. album was a commercial it for success. And you know, it is actually Led Zeppelin's best song. This song? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with shipping over 37 million units uh, worldwide. And it is one of the best selling albums in the U.S. While critics have regularly placed it highly on the list of greatest albums of all time. So that's a little brief uh, into what we will talk about a little later on. Now, in October 1970, the group took a break from live performances to concentrate on recording a follow-up. Uh, fuck, they turned down gigs all over the place, eh? Okay, so yeah, okay, they returned to Bronyar, the country house there uh, that they always hung out in, Bronyar Stomp, you know, the song on Physical Graffiti, Bronyar yeah, yeah. Stomp. Yeah. Uh, that, that's where they went to go write new material and that's where he recorded the fucking drums in the stairwell. So that's pretty cool. Um, the group had actually considered Mick Jagger's home really? as a recording location but decided it was too expensive. Too expensive to record at Mick Jagger's home? Yeah, probably. Probably because he was uh, high on blow. Yeah, he's like, I need a high fee. You're a big man uh, and I need a lot of blow. <laughs> Uh, Andy Johns, the engineer with Rolling Stones Mobile Studio, uh, yeah, uh, he uh, he worked on Engineering Sticky Fingers as well, which is another 50th anniversary. That we did though. Yeah, two big albums. This guy did in one year, monster albums. Adam That's Andy crazy. Johns. I'm assuming that uh, Zeppelin IV is bigger than Sticky Fingers as far as sales. Just assuming, but I mean, I know that Sticky Fingers is one of the highest selling Stones albums. Yeah. Is it really? Well, one of them. Oh, okay. Sticky Fingers? That's but some of the biggest hits. I know Let It Bleed, too. And True. Oh, Let It Bleed, yeah. Let It Bleed has a big one. Uh, even the one with Symphony for the Devil, that's pretty big. Yeah, what is that? that uh, banquet, Beggar's Banquet. Beggar's Banquet, yeah. You know, I saw that on... Uh, I don't have that. No, me neither. But you know what I saw on... Uh, Did you see? It was uh, at an antique store in Milton. And the guy, Beggar's Banquet, the guy wanted like 
90 bucks. And you didn't grab it? No. Because... Because everything was way too overpriced. Maybe yeah. that, that's like for reasonable to pay. Nine bucks. Ninety. 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 <laughs> Ninety. Yeah. Okay, leave it. <laughs> Man, the guy was selling the wall for like 95 bucks. I was like, you're insane. I'm like, bud, I'll go there with fucking some of my doubles. I'll some half price what he thinks they're for and I'll still make a profit. Beggar's Banquet, man. An old copy. If you find it at a record store, you're going to pay like 30 bucks. Yeah. Even maybe, depending on the store, probably 40 or 50. Yeah, depending but on the store. 90 fucking bucks. That's dirty. But there's also so many prints of bank, uh, Beggar's Banquet. I don't know, it's hard to think that the... I love this song, guy. Me too. Spend my time in the Um. Man, it's so good. This is one of those uh, one of those songs where you kind of just sit back, think about your life, think if you want to go to California. <laughs> Uh, once the basic tracks had been recorded, the band added overdubs at Island Studios. Page then took the multi-track tapes to Sunset Sound in Los Angeles for mixing. Uh, however, the band disliked the results, and so after touring through the spring and early summer, Page remixed the whole album in July. The album was delayed again over the choice of a cover, which whether it should be a double album with a possibility, uh, with a possible suggestion it could be issued as a set of EPs. Really? Double album? That means there's more songs that... This was supposed to be a double album? Yeah. Well, like, they're, they're, like, they're debating that it should be a double album. But, like, but that means they must have had more songs for these sessions. Well, maybe on the deluxe edition on Spotify. Because they have a deluxe, like, super deluxe editions of each thing. Each, uh... Well, I wonder if any of those were from Coda. Because Coda's technically a compilation True, album. yeah, could be. Just could be. Watch out. Watch out. Well, none of them say that three in through the outdoor outtakes. The song Bonzo's Mantra was recorded in 1976. A House of the Holy outtake. Uh, a song that was recorded at Royal Albert in 70. And the Zeppelin Trio take another thing from Royal Overhaul. Nothing from four. Now, what's interesting about, um, well, you, I gotta mention, we talk about iconic songwriting duos. Page and Plant are definitely one of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, definitely. They, they definitely deserve to be. Uh, and I mean, a lot that. of people like. Jimmy Page produced these albums, too. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't realize that. Like, you're playing it, but you're producing it as well. You're just fucking geniuses. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know we talked about it when we did Zeppelin 1, how old they were. Jimmy Page, I believe, was the oldest at 25. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. The rest of them were younger than us. I know. Insane. Oh, spillage.
Let's spillage down the beer, Nick. Let's spillage down the beer. You're gonna be twenty fucking five in five days. Don't fucking talk about it, because I know. Did you know the intro, the Black Dog uh, acapella section was influenced by Fleetwood Mac's Oh Well? Really? Yeah. No, I did not know that. And the guitar solos on the outro were recorded directly into the desk without using an amplifier, apparently. Uh, um, John Bonham wrote the introduction, which came from jamming around the intro to Little Richard's Keeper Knockin' from uh, the song Rock and Roll. That's cool. Some cool old tracks. Uh... This is probably one of my favorite German tracks. Yeah. Just help but listen. Like, so big sounding. Like, that's where it's you such get... Such a Western song. Yeah. Simon and, uh... Misty Mountain Hop. The title comes from J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit. They have a couple songs that are... are have fucking, you know, lyrics that relate to... The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings and shit like that. Yeah. There's a couple songs that have mention about yeah. Wow. You know, have you ever seen that um, meme? It's a, I don't know what to mean, but it's like that pie chart where it's like Led Zeppelin uh, song lyrics explained there. And it's a pie chart and it's like uh, citrus fruit is a part of it. Like Tangerine. <laughs> yeah. And, so, and then there's uh, goblins, witches, fairies, and all that shit on one section, and then it's like everything else is like a little fucking corner. <laughs> I love that. And it's kind of true because they do write a lot of songs about mythical things. Yeah, I like that about them. Yeah. Uh, four sticks. Wow, it's actually kind of complex. Uh, the drum pattern runs throughout the song with four drumsticks, and Jones. Uh, Jones played a long, uh, sorry, Jones played analog synth, so the track was difficult to record because uh, it re- required numerous takes, because the drumming is just so fucking constant in that. And it was only played ever once. Live? Yeah, four sticks. That's crazy. That's di- Wait, didn't we mention that last podcast? Uh, I think we talked about, like, Songs, songs that, that were played live. Yeah. But, but yeah, anyways. Crazy though. And Going to California was written about the Californian earthquakes and trying to find the perfect woman. This music was inspired by Joni Mitchell, of whom both Plant and Page were fans of. Oh, inspired by Joni Mitchell. Yeah. As Robert Plant would later bring up the fact that he <laughs> thought Pearl Jam wrote the song Given to Fly as a copy of Going to California. He even called it yeah. uh, or Given to Fly. He even called it Given to California. Guide to California is what they uh, what originally was doing. This was uh, Going to California is what they called. Okay, I know, but what Robert Plant called Given to Fly yeah. by Pearl Jane, he called it Given to California. Um, Robert Plant, you're being a little bit of a dick there. Well, I don't know how serious he was about it. I mean, the guys from Pearl Jam are like, I mean, it's not a straight copy, but it's, sure, it's inspired by you guys. A lot of our uh, shit oh, is. Excuse me. Oh, You're a nice. main inspiration. Yeah. So they got that inspiration from Johnny Mitchell. So technically, if anything, Pearl Jam ripped off Johnny Mitchell. Mitchell. <laughs> um, 
When the Levee Breaks is uh, comes from a blues song recorded by Memphis Minnie and the Can and Kansas Joe McCoy in 1929. So this song is originally written in 1929. Uh, the track opens with Bonham's heavy, unaccompanied drumming, which was recorded in the lobby. Sorry, not the stairwell, but the lobby of the big fucking house they were uh, staying in. So that's pretty cool. Uh, <clears throat> this introduction was later extensively sampled for hip hop music in the 1980s. Wow, look at that! This song, the, yeah, well, like the 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 drum sound, like the big drum sound, like the recording in different yeah. places and some of that. Uh, that's pretty cool. Oh, fuck, it says the session. Okay, so the so there's three other songs that were part of the sessions. Down by the Seaside, which is on Physical Graffiti. Yeah. Night Flight, which is on Physical Graffiti. And Boogie with Stoop. And that's where featuring uh, uh, Ian Stewart from The Stones okay. as well. Uh, they were included four years later on the double album Physical Graffiti. That's cool. And an ur early so version of those songs of were originally intended for this album, yeah. Or, and I an keep early version. Call it volume four. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sabbath. Yeah. And, and an early version of number qu uh, no quarter, number quarter, no quarter was recorded at these sessions as well. Fucking interesting. So there you have it, folks. That's a detailed list of all the songs on the album. Oh. Oh. Oh, dirty. Oh. Oh. Dirty. Oh. Dirty. Oh. That's dirty. That's dirty. You know what? I understand, listeners, if you heard that skip and don't want to listen to our podcast anymore. Imagine. Uh, well, that's the joy of records, right? That is the joy of records. Like, it's, even I wouldn't call it a joy. As much of a pain in the ass it is, you never know when that's going to happen. We thought this copy was mint. I have two copies of this album myself. Both copies had a skip in it. You, th we, you know, you thought yours was pretty good. There's a little skip. Ours are old, though. Got Ours it. are from the 70s, so you know what? A lot of people were playing these at parties. And exactly. Dropping the needle on it. Actually Dude, I putting get a penny so, on it. It's so cringe when you watch an old movie and see people put a record on Drop yeah. it. It's like uh, oh, put a penny on it there to weigh down the thing because they didn't know how weights worked. <laughs> uh, quickly before we go, Metacritic gave it a hundred on a hundred. All Music gave it five on five. Robert Crisco gave it an A. Wow. Encyclopedia Music gave it five on five. Entertainment Weekly A plus five five five. Rolling Stone five. Damn. Robert Crisco originally gave Led Zeppelin four a lukewarm review. But later called it a masterpiece of heavy rock, while still finding the band's medieval ideas limiting. Wait, so he was originally a cunt and then changed his yeah. cunty He's mind. like, well, I guess it's all right. But he doesn't like the medieval fucking themes. Yeah. I don't like he doesn't. He believed the album showed them at the pinnacle of their songwriting and regarded it as the definitive Led Zeppelin and hence heavy metal album. Well, heavy metal? He, he's a little fucked in the head. I wouldn't so. call this album heavy metal. No, definitely not. Uh, in 2000, Led Zeppelin 4 was named the 26th greatest British album in the list by Q Magazine. In 2003, the album was ranked number 66 on the Rolling Stone Magazine's list of greatest 500, uh, sorry, 500 greatest albums of all time. 
and then re-ranked at number 69 uh, in 2012, and then re-ranked at 58 in 2020. So it's going up the fucking things. Uh, it was also named the seventh best album of the 1970s in the list of Pitchfork. Seventh uh, best of the 70s? Yeah. Can you get that list up? Uh, if you can't, I understand. I, I don't know. I don't know Pitchfork. I'd have to look for it. We'll do that on another one because there's plenty of other fucking albums on the 70s we're going to do. No choice. Uh, we'll remember that for next time. All uh, right. Uh, fucking won a bunch of awards. Charts. Two, three, one, two, one, seven, two, five, three, eight, two, one, two, one, one. Not a fucking double digit number in there. So that's fucking, that's, you know, great. And in total has sold fucking millions of albums, copies. Uh, it's hard to believe. Two times diamond can. Eh? Zeppelin 1, 69. Zeppelin 2, 69. Zeppelin 3, 70. Zeppelin 4, 71. Like... That's insane. Four albums in three years. Uh, well, when you're at the peak of your career, man, it's like CCR. Three albums in one fucking year. And then they did 73, 75, 76, 79, and then 82 was Coda, and that yeah. was it. 23 million copies of this sold in the U.S., 2 million in the U uh, Canada, and the U.K. was six times platinum with 1.8 million. So there you have it, folks. Happy 50 years. For uh, happy 50th year anniversary to Led Zeppelin 4, otherwise known as Untitled. Otherwise um, known as a true fucking masterpiece. Yeah, masterpiece. Masturbation piece. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. I, I don't, don't know, know why I said that. And I wish <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Uh, beer was shitty because it's Bud Light, but it's okay. Water it's was like good because it's water. Uh, it's there you good go. for you. Have a good fucking uh, week. And Beat we'll be back at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was it. Uh, back at you. Next week sometime. Not sure. We're kind of just throwing out episodes whenever the fuck they're done. So, uh, I know the schedule doesn't stick to it as much, but we're going to we, we're gonna stick to a schedule of at least two episodes a week. I'm walking <laughs> out the door. He's done. He's done. He's out of done. Have a good night. I'll shake my ice at you. This is for you, listeners. <laughs> Bye. Bye.